9to5.cc. We're not working. Why should you? Thanks for listening. Oceaga is coming back to Montreal August 4th to 6th, 2023. That's this year. And as always, Sarah and I are going to do a podcast series uh, celebrating the non-headliner acts of Oceaga. Sure, the headliners like Rufus Dussault, Billie Eilish, and Kendrick Lamar are great, but we're going to be ignoring them, and actually we're going to be ignoring the entire top line of each lineup each day. Uh, not because they're not great, but because we think there's amazing bands that uh, we want to share with you. Uh, we're going to be sharing 10 bands a day that we think are worth your while to try to convince you to get to Oshiaga as early as possible and check out all these bands. Uh, maybe you're going to make like your summer playlist based on this podcast, uh, or, or not. I mean, whatever. Uh, see you at Oshiaga. We're going to be doing these every two weeks, guys. Bye. Yeah, I recorded that. What? What? You didn't record it. Yeah, 100% I did. No. Yes, I did. Stop it. No. This is the Sarah experience uh, two days after Oshiaga. She's just singing her own Sarah version of Fred again. Non-stop. Yeah. Well, that's because you told me not to sing it anymore, so now I'm mixing up the words. Oh, it's the worst. Sarah Oshiaga's over. I know. It's so sad. <laughs> it feels like it didn't happen now. What? I have to wait a whole another year. I have to wait a whole another year. Oh. I miss it. Oh, my God. Sarah. Bring me back. Okay. Let's go back in time. Uh, if you can't tell, listen, I had a voice Monday morning, but since then I've had to record the other podcast, 90S, and I had a million work calls today. And at one point, my voice disappeared today. He actually just sounded like this. He didn't realize. No, I didn't sound that bad. Do I sound good? Do I sound sultry and sexy? Do I sound sultry? I sound like I smoke cigarettes now. There was one point today at work, I was literally like, I went to talk and I was like, I literally told everyone, I was like, I was at Oshiago weekend. I apologize. Everyone's like, ha, ha, ha. And I'm like, you're just jealous. The best was like, I've been sick and then I got better just in time for Oshiago. And everyone's like, oh, you're still sick? I'm like, No. I lost my voice last week because I was sick, and then I lost it again because <laughs> I went to Oshiaga. <laughs> yeah. This is a different reason. Um, so let's talk about what we saw, what we did. Sarah's trying something. Nope. Nope. Sarah's terrible. She's trying to open a bottle. <sighs> that was not. You just didn't do it. I just. No. Do you nope. want it? You want to pass it to me? No, it's fine. You just, anyway. No, give it to me now. Yeah, th- this so what I'm trying to do is make a sound. Obviously. You know I like making sounds with the drinks that I'm gonna drink. Yeah, this is a a nice you know little red bitter. Uh huh. Anyway, quit talking about S- bitter. Who do we see first? <laughs> Sorry. Oh my God, Sarah, queen of transitions, everybody. <laughs> Uh, we saw Dope Lemon first, Sarah. That was the first we, yeah, I mean, I guess we caught, like, the tail end of Magdalena, uh, Magdalena Bay as we were coming in, but then the first, yeah. like, set in full was Dope Lemon. What'd you think of Dope Lemon, Sarah? Uh, they were pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um. Get ready for They Were Pretty Cool for a lot of reviews. They were pretty from cool. From a lot of, uh, acts. Did you notice? I, um, here's the problem. Okay. I don't remember Dope Lemon. <laughs> okay. I know, I know. We saw them. 
I don't remember I will actually say that watching his, them. Because I, I, I was taking photos too. So I will say I that his busy. vocals needed to be a little bit higher. I know it's always, we talk about it every year. It's mad complicated to balance everybody's sound on different si- stages with different crowds. I will say, I, I have a lot of great things to say about Oshiaga. I think that the way the main stage on the left, what's the big one? The mountain stage, right? It's mountain, oh, river. River's river. on the left. River was the good one. No. It, depending on where you were, I found that because of the buildings, like the platform and the audio tent, and then the, also the platinum platform further back, you caught a bit of reverb depending on where you were. So you actually had like the closer you were, the more echo you got, and then it sounded a little bit cleaner. Oh yeah, we watched back. a lot of stuff uh, further back, and the sound was great. Yeah, I know that's it. But like it was kind of it, it's kind of when we were close. You're right. When it was close, we didn't hear it. Because you good. get a bit of you get a bit of like bounce back off the building. So hopefully they they align the speakers yeah. or something. Uh, but I was taking photos for Dope Lemon. Sure. That's but you know who else was taking photos? Did you know that Dope Lemon's... So they're all out there in like burgundy suits. And Dope Lemon had a videographer out in the crowd also wearing a burgundy suit. That's fucking sick. I didn't notice that. Yeah, it was great. So Why did you show me? Well, because you were working. I was like, this guy's working. You're working. Well, I'm going to like... Ruin it would have been great. Ruin his day. No, uh, but I could have taken a photo of him in action. So, <clears throat> yeah, Dope Lemon was good. I, I kind of... the With a like shorter set, I kind of also agree that uh, with a couple other people, which was like, yeah, you kind of, he has a, he has a nighttime vibe. I would, yeah. I would like to see him in a club in the dark. Like it's, uh, so it that's tough. what dope women, uh, when they come, you know how to go g- see them in a dark. Also a band I would, who I would want to see at night, but was also great during the day was the next band we saw. Alton Good. Alton Good. I would honestly, I think they were great during the day. But I think I, this is like a daytime Eve, like afternoon but also imagine like them at three o'clock in the morning in like a, a dank little no, place. no i like that great. i saw them during the day i thought it was super cool also the lead singer had like this dope ass jacket she had like such a cool vibe mm-hmm. um i was also that one was a, a show that i didn't know if i was gonna like and mm-hmm. i liked it more in person than their actual records yeah they, they but that, that, i feel like that's always like that with that music for me with that music yeah Anatoly Rocks, sir. Thank you. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, no, I mean, we. I also told you on this podcast that their shows are, like, legendarily high energy and, like, kicked up. I will also say, though, they are very, like, as high energy as they are, they're, like, stone-faced performing. Which it's, is great. It's so funny. They're, like, no, I want to say stone-faced. Yes, like, they look the, like, yes. they're, like, they're, like, French artists. No, but it's different. Yeah, it's different. It's different. But it's not. French artists look like kind of like sassy. No, they didn't look sassy. And that's what I'm saying. Alton Gunn didn't look sassy. Alton Gunn looked stone-faced. Alton Gunn were like, we're doing work right now. Yeah, yeah. They look like they're working, but like they're proud of their work. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, We watched a little bit of Soccer Mommy. Yep. It was uh, cer- certainly a young artist. I felt it was. it gave me a little bit of a vibe of... Um, Mallrat. I was gonna say Mallrat. Like right? where you're yeah. just like, yeah, like it's like it, it's, it, but it's cool because to see a young artist like kind of like finding their space on stage and stuff like that and like working it out. But like it does show you're like, yeah, this is. She will absolutely get there, but like it was definitely. She looks shy. Yeah, that exactly. Was it. That's but I mean, wouldn't you be like? It's, no. Yeah, I know you wouldn't actually. <laughs> um, but no, she put on a good show. It was really mm-hmm. cool. She had two different color guitars. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you made an executive decision. Yeah. 
Baby to, No Money. To go see Baby No Money? I was like, I'm never going to go see them. I know that they're Canadian, but like, I'm never going to go see them yeah, otherwise. Him. Well, there was like the DJ guy. Yeah, the DJ has a name. Baby No Money is the rapper and the DJ has some but other name. But it's Baby No Money. Yeah, exactly. So you went to go see him. Okay. Anyway, I went to go see him. <laughs> and his DJ. And his DJ. He's dressed like a dork from the 80s. Yeah, I loved it. He had a mushroom haircut. Yeah. I was like, it was so gross. And it looked like like a grown, a little bit grown out mushroom cut. It was perfect. It's so gross. But yeah, no, it was fun. It was silly. I had a good time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I liked his crowd work. Mm-hmm. And then um, he dressed up as a great big baby. Yeah, I didn't really like that part. I was going to say I liked his outfit where it was like the white see-through thingy yeah. that I had like the neon one of. We were talking to um, some one of our friends who was just like grown people and like, I don't want to kink shame. Don't, don't, not, we don't want to yuck anybody's yum, but grown people and babies are weird. <laughs> like it dressed was. as babies. Also, it was like, it, it was weird though. It was like clear, like it was it was a diaper. It wasn't like a costume. It was a diaper. It was not not nice. Gross and weird. And he had anyway. Like I get it, but he didn't need to. I think like everything else was super cool. Like all of their um <clears throat> their visuals were really fun mm-hmm. and the art style behind it. I actually want to know who did that. I want to look like I want to find out. Find out who the artist was. Yeah, because they had really cool art. So after baby no money, we weren't we weren't sure what uh, to do. And then we were like, oh, she had two feet starting and two feet's the best. Yeah, like, I think it was a nice little surprise to see him looking as good as he did. Because, mm-hmm. like, last time we saw him, he kind of was still, like, Like, fresh, real. Out, fresh out of rehab <laughs> yeah. and, and still skinny. And he looked, like, he looked good. He looked mm-hmm. happy. He looked, you know. He brought out his... Who knows? He brought out a protege. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. Also, we got uh, my friend to see them for the first time and was like, mm-hmm. yo, people who love two feet love two feet right yeah. now. And it was super cool. Like everyone was into it. Mm-hmm. Every single one. Great. And, and like we said, we've talked about him before on the show. We didn't talk about him this year because we've talked about him in previous years. Yeah. Um, yeah, no. Awesome. Uh, after that, we then stuck around again at that stage for L'Imperatrice. Yep. We did a lot of the the green stage. Green Valley. Green Valley. Green and Valley Green stage. and Valley. Um, and then... L'Imperatrice came out in, like, matching outfits. And Keith and I discussed trying to find hearts. Mm-hmm. And they changed colors. Big, Their hearts changed colors. Big, they were lit up. They big, were so fucking cool. Big hearts that like beaded in time with each other and they changed color to blue and yellow and red. Orange. And orange. Or like not orange, but like a... Uh, they did anyway, weird little... Uh, see, like when you say like French, they were French, <laughs> Sarah. They were like the most French band in the world with little chore- engaged choreographed with dancing, but like very like stiff and swooshy. It was perfect. Keith loves it because <coughs> he was, was like, great. oh, my God, it's just like the way you dance, Sarah. A lot, a lot of the dance moves <laughs> that Sarah has. Uh, the Flaming Lips were amazing. Let's they were be, so good. Let's be fair, though. There were a lot of people at Oshiaga. Like, so this is genuine fact. The Flaming Lips formed in 1983, 40 years ago. Wayne Coyne is 62 years old. So they had a 62-year-old man. From a forty, he doesn't look sixty-two. From a forty-year-old band playing a twenty-one-year-old album. Yeah, 
so like start to finish album. start to start to finish right so it's not even like a greatest hit set so like absolutely as a as a lips fan i was very very enjoyed to watch yoshimi play start to finish our friend chris got engaged while they were performing proposed to his fiance congrats during the show congrats for that they had big giant inflatable robots he uh, i love those robots i want them so bad ran around in his big ball yeah, uh, like yeah, they did all the stuff. Brought out a giant sign, inflated he out, sign. Yeah, said, fuck yeah, Oshiaga. He also, I thought it was a big cool. Rainbow. So here's the thing, though. I thought it was cool that he kind of explained it because he realized, like, he's like, if you're wondering, this what's is happening. really yeah. First of all, you probably know nothing, none of these songs except for like some of them from movies that are not playing yet. Yeah, and. I found it was really cool, and he was super humble and amazing performer. I mean, I feel that I feel that at at genuinely forty years into being in the Flaming Lips, Wayne Coyne has played in front of every possible audience. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, like like audiences that love him, audiences that hate him, small ba- like shows, big shows. Like I feel that everything he, in between. Exactly, he's had you know Justin Timberlake on stage in a in a dolphin costume <laughs> like to hide that it's justin timberlake he's hung out with miley cyrus like the guy has done absolutely everything i don't think you can be and, and so and here's the fact too like they were doing a lot of the east coast shows or whatever else july was one of the rainiest and hottest kind of like weather seasons there's like pro- there's weather problems all over and he obviously i'm sure he says it a lot but like he was like this is one of the best weather like nights of the summer where yeah. it wasn't too hot and it wasn't raining. Like, and I was like, yeah, they're playing outdoor festivals all year long. Friday night was like real nice. Yeah, like, it was actually pretty perfect. For a guy who performs in a suit. <laughs> like, oh, fuck. His <laughs> suit was so nice. And that, that vest clip thingy, I don't know what it was called. Mm-hmm. But I loved it. It's the harness for his ball. By harness, the way. that's the harness it. Harness so that when he's in his ball, it, he can't like Okay, but the it. harness is really nice. Yeah, I know. It's, I mean, it's of very course. St- it's very stylish, and I would wear it, of and I want you to get one. Exactly. I'm going to wear, get a tailored suit and just wear a harness, and I'll just wear it to, like, weddings. Yeah, I was going to say, you can wear it to the wedding we were going to. <laughs> They'll start, love it. Start wearing eyeliner and just let my hair grow out. That's, I honestly, like, watching Wayne Coyne's hair, I think when I'm 60, I might just do, let my hair grow like that. I have wavy hair. He has wavy hair. Yeah, but, like. Because I'm saying when it's, when it's more gray, it'll be thinner, so it won't, like, poof. It's usually thicker when it's gray, but okay. Um... Yeah, anyway, <coughs> super amazing, super fun. Obviously, when Do You Realize played. I danced and with. Sarah cried. Well, I don't cry, but. Cried on the inside. Yeah. I danced with my friend and you mm-hmm. in circles. It was uh, beautiful. Poolside was our uh, next stop. Yeah. Uh, we got only got to catch like, the end of the poolside set, which turned out to not be a huge loss because apparently they had some tech problems. Yeah, we missed nothing, apparently. Yeah. Um, and then we finished it off Which kind of sucks for them, but, like, I mean, there was, like, full DJ sets to It was, it was a weird a choice that the, like, yeah, that the island stage had to, tr- like, transition to Poolside and Lovejoy at the end. Because it it's one of the only times I've seen, like, bands on the island stage. But it kind of makes sense because you're like, oh, let's shuffle this crowd to here where you won't hear everything. Sure, and also, and I guess, like, the kind and of... And they had... They also, there was, like, Rufus on the main stage... So yeah. you're like all the electronic fans. Like, like fast forward to um, like Sunday night, like <laughs> where <laughs> the island stage was the absolute, like among the most dead I've ever seen of any stage ever during the Fred Against set. Because we walked oh, by. Oh, fuck yeah. They're like, oh, there's like 20 people who just don't Stop know. Stop giving wh- spoilers for Sunday. <laughs> there's like 20 people who don't know where they are. 
<laughs> like, yeah. Because if they knew Fred again was playing, they wouldn't be in front of the island stage either. Yeah. Uh, and then we had a little break where we met someone who... Yeah. So this is... The story of Baby the, Bird Mitch. This is uh, the story about the Baby Bird The ballad of Mitch. Baby Bird Mitch. Ballad of Baby Bird Mitch. Uh, so, yeah, so because he of the island stage, like, let me explain. Oh, fine. So because the island stage, going back to back with actual bands, they needed a little bit of downtime. So there was, like, uh, almost 30 minutes. Yeah, 30 minutes between poolside ending and Lovejoy. So we were just like, let's hang out and chill. We didn't want to head in and, like, get into the main crowd just to turn around and come back. And there was a bench. And there was a bench. <laughs> we're like, you know what? There's not a lot of chances to sit. That was the first time we sat all day. We're like, let's sit down and chill. And then... We had the someone experienced the magical experience of Oshiaga. Well, so you're having a bad time. So first, you, you lost your friends and you run into a random crowd. But it wasn't just a random crowd. He stopped because so Friday we did for the first time ever. We were all in matching outfits. I, you, I me, to, Eric, and Ab. I know, but I wasn't. So no, say. but that's why that's what stopped. He was like, I would just he he didn't he wasn't even stopping to look for friends. He was like, I just want to tell you guys, like great fit. Yeah, that was and then. He opened up his heart. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> but, um, so yeah. So Mitch was having a, a, like, don't a get into the details. Rough Mitch, night. Was, Mitch was having a rough night. Uh, he thought he had lost, uh, a an camera. Item. Yeah. He had, at, like, he someone had, like, borrowed his phone and, like, and messed up the out. password. So, like, that whole, like, iPhone, you can't even make attempts for two hours. So he couldn't contact his friends. He was from BC. So he had no phone. No money, no money at this point because your phone was also his yeah, money. Exactly. Thought he had lost his camera. So we're like, hey, Mitch, you want to watch Lovejoy? And he's like, yeah. Actually, no. He was asking also. We're like, oh, what are you going to go see? He's like, well, I'm just looking for the Lovejoy stage. And we're like, oh, it's going to be right here. And then we're like, yeah, you want to watch he, Lovejoy? And then with he this? asked, he was so sweet. He's like, do you guys mind if I watch the show with you? And we're like, fuck yeah, watch Obviously. the show with us. Anyway, it was amazing. And then we had the craziest, not craziest, but like, a Love, really great time. Lovejoy was great. It was so fun. Like yeah. the the energy there was so amazing, and all of our friends like hanging out and dancing and like you know making this awesome chill dude Mitch, night. Mitch, Mitch was rocking out like so hard, so excited. Yeah. And uh, yeah, the Lovejoy was great. Like really like throwback, obviously sound wise to bands like The Strokes, like Weezer. Arctic Monkeys. Yeah, we kept like being like, oh, this is very, like, if they all had a baby. Vampire Weekend. Yeah. If they all had a baby, it's Lovejoy. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And I know like, they're all young. But what's crazy is that, like, their fans were so young. Like, there were so many people that looked like under. I didn't under, even notice. I know, but you don't notice anything. Yeah. Anyway, like, there were so many people that were, like, under 18. People, like, <laughs> as looking young as, like, 12 and 13. And generally speaking, you don't think of, like, 12 and 13 year olds into, like, rock. And they're kind of rock. Like, they're like, yeah. they're like, I, I consider them to be like an indie, indie pop, pop rock. Yeah. Like indie pop rock. They're not like rock and roll hard. No, no, no. But they're like, indie pop rock. Yeah, exactly. And that's it. You don't necessarily think of that as like the music of the youth. Yeah. But but it was super cool yeah. to see them on stage. They fucking killed it. Mm -hmm. I can't wait to see what else they like put out. And then end of the story, we run into Mitch's friend. So it's like, yeah. We're, we, and it was just like, because we were kind of like. Actually, hanging, she ran into us. We were hanging out. We're like, okay, like, let's just wait for the, the crowds to have got for the Metro or whatever. And then we just hear someone's like, Mitch. And we're like, what? And then her, his friend runs up, gets reunited with his friend who had the camera that he thought that he lost. So, so thank it was God. It a beautiful, beautiful miracle. Yeah. He had the camera. Obviously, could get him back to the Airbnb. Like, at least he was also. This, he knew hey, his address and everything. I know. But that's what I'm saying. Hey. 
travelers for Oceaga or whatever else like that, memorize the address of your Airbnb because that was one thing Mitch had going for him. He was like, no matter what, I know how to get back to my friends. Yeah. They'll be at this address. I can... And he knew how to get there. Yeah, he's like, I can get on the metro, figure that out, whatever Get else. off at the station, yeah, blah, exactly. blah, blah. Yeah. To know how to get home is a good good yeah, idea. Yeah, because otherwise we would have been like, fuck, we got to Google this shit. Yeah, we got to get this kid <laughs> home. Um, <laughs> but it was amazing. It was a, mir- a little Oshiega miracle. So that's how we finished our night. Yep. And then we started another beautiful day. Yep. And Oh, yeah. So also... We oh, pause. sorry. I was going to say, and this is for the whole weekend... Supposed to rain on Friday. Didn't rain at all on Friday. The weather was amazing the entire time. It was hot. Hot and humid, which is like a bummer. But at the same time, you don't want take it over rain. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, Saturday, we showed up. Cults was the first band we saw. Started in yeah. an evening gown. And she took off her evening gown and was in a nightgown, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. I would say like a two-piece. But like a nightgown. It looked like sleepwear. Like Sleepwear is not a nightgown. A anyway, night, a night. It was a, a sleep set, set, a sleep set, a sexy sleep set. Sexy sleep set calls for great. Oh uh, my god! Yeah, they killed it. Beautiful voice, and goth, then goth babe. We saw goth babe, mm-hmm. who was an okay. So he threw ca- like was it candy at everyone? No pizza. Oh pizza! Yeah, he's like, oh, we usually give out cupcakes to the winners of the scream side mm-hmm. and dance side like woo dancing yeah, like yeah. whatever and people got pizza thrown at them because they couldn't find cupcakes mm-hmm. which sounds horrible and amazing all at once yeah. and then he brought out his friend on a floaty watermelon mm-hmm. and had a floating boat that other floating- people rode around in yeah for other people to get in yeah. super cool super super good they actually surprised me. I thought it was going to be a little, like, stale, but no, not at all. So, I, I love him. I like. I want him to be my baby bird. <laughs> uh, we took it easy for, a, like, about an hour, an hour and a half, because we were going to an after party on Saturday, so we chilled. So we missed some of the bands that we wanted to see. I'll tell you that we missed Lido Pimienta, and we missed Bamba Stereo, because, spoilers, we went to Bamba Stereo's after party, so we were like, which I know is not the same thing as seeing Bamba Stereo play all their songs, it was Bamba Stereo DJ set, but we were like... Or Lido, but... It was... It was, know, it was something... It was a calculated risk yeah. <laughs> that we were doing. Because it's a... that To start Oshiaga at 3 o'clock in the morning and finish off with the Bamba Stereo after party at... Or 3, 3 o'clock p.m. to 3, 3 a.m. Yeah. A 12-hour party day is, is a lot, guys. So we had to pace ourselves. Um, uh, so, we, but we, we saw Sophie Tucker. Yeah, we smushed yeah. ourselves into the crowd for Sophie Tucker. And then we didn't, I didn't think that the dancers were going to come out. I knew they were going to. And they did. Yes. Bob's. And then I found Keith's future uh, wife when I accidentally fall out a window or fall down the stairs or something. When you actually found, saw a woman fall down the stairs or no, something? No, I said when oh. I fall down, when one I accidentally. The, one of the dancers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't find I her that attractive. Her. She's beautiful. She's yours. Excellent dancer. All the dancers are She's excellent. yours too. If she is yours, she doesn't know yet. Yeah, I, I haven't hooked you guys up. I apologize to the dancer if you're listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> we won't say which one, but one of you. I think there might have only been one girl in the crew. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, so we talk her super fun. It's uh, I 50 minutes is a short set. We were talking to our friends, Eric and Ev, uh, who are not Sophie Tucker fans. And even he was like, you know, I think Eric described, he was like, man, he's like, Sophie looks kind of like 
she doesn't necessarily want to be on stage and Tucker has a punchable face. That was the first impression by the end. He was like, they're the best though. I want them to be my friends. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, that he's like in the span of 50 minutes, he went to be like, I don't like the music and I don't like their looks to being like, they're great. They're the best. I actually was say- telling Keith, I was like, I feel like Sophie has like a share vibe to her that mm-hmm. time. Like share, like way back when, mm-hmm. you know, like, when our parents... It's crazy to me that... When, our, when your grandparents probably was listening. That we saw them perform at... All the stages. At all the stages, but also just like literally at Newspeak, which is the size of our house. Yeah, it was <laughs> so cool. And we're partially convinced that the line in Purple Hat came from Newspeak because Tucker was genuinely hitting his head in the booth at, yeah. at Newspeak all like night. Every, yeah, like he would like move and like bump. And he was like, I, ne- I think he had need a Purple Hat. Yeah, exactly. My head hits the booth. Um, then the national. Yeah, the national. Which are always again like just beautiful. Great sunset set. I had a friend that was in the crowd. Like I saw them today, mm-hmm. and they were like, "Yeah, no, it was super tight." Mm-hmm. I, but I do get like the complaints from what that you read probably on Reddit. Yeah, there was about I mean, people like going in and out, and he's just like, I just want to listen to this band. Can you please stop for a minute? Yeah, just stop talking. And again, let this be a lesson. Not not talking. It was just like people going like back and forth, and it was just like. Yeah, they're trying to get food in a bathroom break before Billy. Because if you saw the yeah. clip, people ran up to the guardrail at opening at one o'clock. And then park there all day for Billy. Which is fine. I mean, no, it's not fine because I read a thing that people were peeing in bottles. Ew. That's gross, guys. Don't do that. You can hold your... Go with friends. Your friends will hold your spot. It's okay. Yeah. Make a crew. You can go in shifts. Yeah. Go to the bathroom. That's... Children, you're psychotic. Children! Well, you don't know if they're children, so... There's no adult that's peeing in a bottle to go see Billy Eilish. You don't know. Also, pro, so pro tip, and apparently, so this sucks for if you're for the weekend. So if you bought a, a single day pass, it was $150. Okay, there was you could for an additional 150. Yeah. Upgrade your single day ticket to the Coors VIP. Okay. So I was reading online. It was like a a, a woman and her 12 year old daughter. They were like, yeah, it was obviously $300 a person. But we got to be like right, right up, there up there and then walk up. Yeah. And I, this is, so if you're doing one day for one artist, that's not the worst. That's actually amazing. I didn't know that you can do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that you can just like upgrade to Man, the Man, I like, would have done that. Yeah. And that's it. And it's not even the gold thing. It's the, it's the Coors. Yeah, yeah. Like you pay like extra. Yeah. So, so you don't sick. get access to the gold platform or whatever, but you get access to that area up, up close to the stage, which like even during Kendrick was like, and Billy was like full, but not like. Jam. Yeah, it you was know, like, like comfortable full. Yeah, 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 that's it. So you're like. So pro tip for next year. Yeah. Oh, the only thing is, though, is that people say is that you should be able to. So let's like you should be able to, I think, upgrade a single day, and I do kind of agree with that because if you buy a three day pass to upgrade to get that area, you pay four fifty. Oh fuck! You have to pay every day. Yeah, you have to like you have to buy all three days. So I was like, I feel that if I you think get it's at, the type of t- the type of pass on you, that's why. Well, no, because it's a bracelet. Oh. So if they, if they just write the day on it, I'm just like, I feel that that'd be cool if you could, as if you bought a weekend yeah, pass. Yeah, just like a one day. And you're like, oh, Kendrick's, I want to upgrade for, yeah. excuse me, I want to upgrade for Kendrick. I think that'd be a cool feature. Yeah. Anyway. Coors Light. Uh, Fix it. Listen up, Coors. Uh, I saw Closey. You checked out Closey. I watched Closey for a little bit. And it was amazing. I, I like Closey's more uh, ambient styling stuff. And she was kind of like doing like a full, almost like dubstep deal. Yeah. So Which I was like. 
Why I was more. Which is fine, and that's what you I mean. Like it's a, it's you're you're playing at eight o'clock at night, like second to last on the electronic stage. Yeah. I do not blame you for for going hard. But I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go see Pup. <laughs> <laughs> but for Closey, like you still heard like all the the cool stuff that I talked about in the podcast about like yeah. the elements for her, from her travels. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Pup was super fun. Just some dorks from Toronto who embraced being dorks from Toronto. All the classic pup stuff happened. They came out right away. They opened up with their uh, I'm So Fucking Bored <laughs> was the, <laughs> the, the track that they started off with. Then they're like, hey, did Carly Rae Jepsen just open for us? Because <laughs> Carly Rae Jepsen was on the green stage right before they were on the valley. They're like, that's weird. Uh, they loved it. Are you they, kidding me? Of course they did. They were like, that's amazing. They were like super psyched. Yeah. The fact that they just got, they were like, they were like, how often do you see Carly Rae Jepsen followed immediately by Pup? Uh, there were enough Pup fans. I think we talked about it in the episode where I was like, so true, true Pup fans, if you've ever been to a Pup show, the most crazy mosh pits at a Pup show break out when the band is doing uh, talking, like, talking, right? like yeah. talk breaks. But not when they play music. You Me- stand there and you listen. Correct. Listen to the lyrics about how getting old sucks. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so a, a talk, talk break mosh pit broke out for Pup immediately. And I was like, oh, I'm so glad that they like, that their people are here. Yeah. You know, like I was like, I'm glad people made it out. <laughs> and it's like the people that are here for Pup. That's so, so fun. Yeah. There was like a, a dude who uh, like ran into it. I want to stop for the bathroom. He was just sort of like, he's like, man, he's like, I'm literally here for Pup. I was like, that's cool. awesome. Super fun. Uh, and then obviously. Uh, we saw Billie Eilish, who yeah. was incredible. Yeah. Start to finish, like flawless. Yeah. Like, perfect. The. I also, wait. Uh, go, go. Go, go, go. Well, you go. Uh, no, you go. You talk about oh, Billy. I was going to say, I also love that, like, she was really engaged with the audience around her, too. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really sweet. Mm-hmm. Everybody's okay, singing along. Fans are absolutely rabid. She uh, owns owns the stage. Unbelievable amounts of presence. Yeah. Uh, then a, a, a true Coachella-esque moment. Uh, where she was like, hey, you guys know that, like, black top, big t-shirt, Billie Eilish guy? She's like, I think he's at this festival. <laughs> and then Armani White busted out and played to, like, 40,000 people, dropping the meme song, which they genuinely had not met before. Like, obviously, their representation, like, yeah, worked that worked out. But like, but, like, as two people, they apparently had not actually met Face to face, which is so fucking and, cool. And she didn't play the whole track. Like it was like it wasn't just the chorus and thank you, good night, whatever. It was yeah. played the whole song, the whole song, and like she just sat there and danced to it. Like it was amazing. Yeah, it was super super fun. Well, she didn't what, sit; she danced. No, I know. To I'm it. saying sat there. I mean, like she didn't like <laughs> sing or whatever. Like it was like she did not like like she like handed the spotlight over to Armani White, who is like. Yes, he has the TikTok song, but he's not a massive rapper by any stretch of like the imagination. Like he's doing well, but like he's but that's insane. It was so cool. That was like and he came out with that was so much energy. Yeah, that was an absolute moment for him and and the crowd. And I I didn't finish. I was gonna say and everyone else. Yeah, exactly. Because everybody knows the song. Yeah, (laughs) it was so fun. It's on like one in five TikTok videos. Like that's what's so cool about Billie Eilish. Anyway, um. That was awesome. And it was then, amazing. Then we went to the Bumba Stereo after party. And the after party, I know this is like, it's 
adjacent. So no, whatever. it's an Oceago after party. Oceago's Yeah, on it's the true. It was official. Yeah, it's an official. It was Oceaga. fucking wild. So like, first it was like nonstop dancing. Like so the was, opener was, was op- fucking sick. Opening DJ, Bumba Stereo DJ set. Uh, and with then Lido who came with out. With Lido came out. Uh, they had like live like uh, tam drums. drums and whatever for, for parts of it. And then they had a closing set. All three performers maybe said 10 words in English. The rest of it, they're just talking to the audience in Spanish. Such a like strong representation of Latin America. Older, older like Latino and Latina people are there for Bamba Estereo. Cause yeah. like, the, like it was unbelievable. It was like, oh shit, we're in like at a, at a dance party. But I also was like, oh, you know those house parties that you see them do? That's like, it's obviously not like a real house party. It's like a fucking party. Mm-hmm. I was like, I feel like I'm there. And it was amazing. Like they, they did that. They did the thing where they were just sort of like, who's here from like Peru cheering? Like Argentina cheering. Obviously Colombia. Because like yeah. Bamba's from Colombia. Huge cheers for Colombia and whatever. Like Yeah, it was fucking it was, sick. And like, gen- like genuinely... It was like a super, super like. It was nonstop dancing mm-hmm. and like constantly smiling, good vibes. Like yeah. there was no one who was just like kind of ruining it for everybody else. Yeah. It was literally everyone super, was amazing. Um, and like random dancing in between. But anyway, so Keith, yes. how did we get to Oshaga on Sunday after all that? I mean, I don't know. We ate a big brunch. <laughs> we did. We had a really big brunch, we, which means that I miss a Sanabi, sadly. We're going to be watching him soon. But, I mean, I had no choice. I had to eat that food to get fueled up for the last day. We watched. Uh, so, yeah. So, instead, we, we did miss a Sanabi. We got there in time to watch the beginning of Nostalgics set. Yeah. Nostalgics is like pure guilty pleasure. It's it's. It's nonsense. It's, it was fun, though. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's fun. It It gives off like. When A Track is being silly, she gives off like A Track vibes. A Track yeah. vibes when A Track is being silly. Like yeah. I think A Track is a <laughs> no offense, Nostalgics. I think A Track is a better DJ than Nostalgics, and also certainly a more technical one when he wants to like scratch and mix and do well, all that. Well, that's what we mean. Yeah, like, I know, but I'm just saying. But even just as a he's general literally DJ. an award-winning DJ. Yes, world champion. Champion, DJ whatever. World champion. Isn't that an award? It is. So, can't I say like, that? No, but like an award is like best DJ, whatever. No, world champion. Okay, world champion <laughs> DJ. Um, <laughs> then we got to watch uh, Montreal. Montreal's only. Montreal's Miles only. Grown. Montreal grown. Milk and bone. Montreal grown milk and bone. Make Put that on a t-shirt. Yeah, baby. Sarah. You can cash in on that. <laughs> <laughs> Give that one for free. They uh, were so fucking good. We've seen them so like we've seen them at Oshiaga like grow up also on the stages, which is we've amazing. Been, we, we I think we've seen them. They said it was three times at Oshiaga. We've seen them all we've three seen, times. Yeah. Yeah. So they, they really put on a performance. Yeah. And, they, like and one of them had a broken ankle. And still danced around and had crazy fun. Yeah. Like with a broken ankle. Mm-hmm. Still ha- like had like foot in a boot. Yeah, with a foot in a boot. Still having that presence was super cool. Like the audience was eating it up. Mm-hmm. They were fucking killing it. Yeah, uh, and and obviously if you're listening to the show and you're from Montreal, Toronto, like catch them because they they play pretty often in both cities. Yeah. So if you didn't see Milk and Bone, and and you listen to Milk and Bone, enjoy it. Uh, yeah. We watched the tail end of Hollow Cove set. Yeah. You watched a little bit more of it than I did. Yeah, it it, it was like they had uh, fans there. Mm-hmm. 
there's like two people on shoulders like holding an Aussie flag mm-hmm. and like for the entire set is what it looked like because when I got there they were holding it until the very end mm. and yeah it was really cool to see them they were they were, they were exactly what I expected mm-hmm. which is not a bad thing that's no, a really sure. good thing they're, they're, they're chill Australia yeah. summertime vibes yeah. they're a band and you're like oh yeah like you I don't think you exist at nighttime. you go you go to bed yeah, You're no, just no, no. there for surfing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got to watch. Um, so we made an executive decision to miss Tom Modell. We're just going to catch him when he comes next. Next time. It was rough. It was brutal. It's because times change. Times so the you time, gotta yeah, the whole entire stages shift because uh, Maria the Scientist or Mariah the Scientist failed. Yeah. So they shuffled all of the Green Valley stage times around. Mm which then made us have overlaps on the river stage. It was it was a thing. It happens, like, right? You're trying to make the best schedule you can at any given time. Yeah. Um. So anyway, <laughs> we ended up going to Pilata. Yeah. So I really wanted to check out Pilata. I'm glad we did. Uh, I, it basically played out exactly as I predicted. Which I was like, man, some people are going to be like, so if you if you if at any point you walked by and you saw the serious uh, backyard session stage, it's like a tiny little stage that's basically in like almost like a food courty area. Uh, yeah, no, it's like in between. Going no, no the disrespect two to some of the awesome bands that played there, like Paul Lazarus, Handsome Eli, Easy Tiger, all great local bands that, that I really enjoy. Easy Tiger with one of the members of Late Shirley, Lee, Paul Lazarus who we've seen in Grumpy's, like all these acts are wonderful. Um, but Pilata is a, uh, a screaming Colombian <laughs> girl and, and screaming anti-capitalist lyrics in Spanish over like hard electronic Electro, music. Yeah. So like <laughs> starts off singing that like we are Pilata and there is no tomorrow is basically <laughs> like opening track lyrics. Uh, a, a bunch of people are like, what the hell? And just and immediately bail. But then a bunch of people got drawn in. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like, it was it's like two magnets happening. Either you, people were like, whoa. This is not my vibe. Or, or they're like, or what's, oh, what's what going on this? over here? <clears throat> so that was fun to watch. Super fun to watch, watch that go off. Um, we watched uh, a little bit of the uh, Dom Dalla set. No, but you've missed Armani White. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. My bad, my bad. That yeah. was gonna say I was like. I, then we then we headed over because Sarah, our money was, was yeah, not one I of forgot. our picks, but we saw that. She, I really liked them, so it was my li- problem. We liked them a lot, and we also had seen how energetic he was at Billy, and I was yeah. like, okay, let's go see. Well, we agreed. Let's go check. That was another. That was a lot. La- like going off the board. Our money weight was not on our podcast. No, but, but we were like, holy we were like, shit, were they amazing? He converted a couple of our friends. A couple of our friends who were who were literally like sitting on the sidelines, taking a, a, uh, a chill break. Yeah, had to come in and join us in the crowd for Armani White because they were like, "This guy's great." Yeah, uh, his singer is amazing. So it's like Armani White A is a lot more than the Billie Eilish song. Is a really really talented rapper. It's, it doesn't have just like that SoundCloud sound. He can yeah. he can go. Uh, <clears throat> like old school kind of like more like old school cadence hip hop. Uh, he has an a, like a, a, his brother is an R and B singer on it. That's not his brother, Sarah. We went through this. That one's his friend. Oh, 
Damn it. He has a lot of siblings. Some of them are in. He has like seven brothers, okay? It's really hard. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't think his singer was actually one of his siblings, if I recall. Um, anyway. Excellent. Beautiful. W- amazing R&B singing voice. Threw fruits next to the crowd. They have a pit master named Doug. He's like 4'11". Oh, my God. He's the best. I saw him, and I was like, this guy's going to get crushed. I mean, I don't think so, Sarah, if you're a professional. Yeah, but I didn't know that. I just saw him, like, running when I was taking photos. I was like, what is going on? Yeah. This guy moshes for a living, Sarah. <laughs> it's fucking wild. Let's go, Doug. And, like, the, the crowd work was amazing. Like, it really felt like... He was with you and you were with him mm-hmm. or them as like a group. Yeah. It was really, really cool. Yeah, Ab- absolutely. Super so talented. Fun. I so fun. W- wish all the best that he continues to rise and is not just the Billie Eilish rapper. Because like a lot of his tracks are very, very good. Like They're if, amazing. If you if you only know him from the Billie Eilish rap, do yourself a favor. Just listen to his album. Check out, yeah, check yeah. out the stuff he's come out. Then we cruised through Domdala. Yeah, so we actually skipped Domdala at first because we're like, we can't even get in. It was crazy packed. It so was then we're like, and apparently he ended he ended his set early because that it was kind of too packed. It was getting sketch. Yeah, so it was so so packed that we we're like, okay, we won't do that. And then we made a lap back and we went in, yeah. and we made it at the perfect time because yeah, also Nelly uh, photographer. Yeah, we got there. to see the Nelly track. That we um, um, that we played. So Nelly Furtado. And we also I don't missed her on Saturday. She went for. Uh, no, but she, I no 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 no. But I think she came up for someone on Friday. I didn't. Know and that. she came out with Lido and Bamba on Saturday, and she came out for Dom on on Sunday. So she was on site all weekend. Yeah. Just like popping in on all of her collaborators, which is awesome. We so. also saw the first track of Julia Jackson. Uh, Julia Jackson. Jackson. Yes. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yes. She was also like on point. Uh, she looked scared though. I, mean, I think we all scared her. I think it's. I think she's used to playing very small shows. I think that she has a devout fan base. Oh, 100%. And is kind of, again, like we said, like a young artist who, like it's also a lot. Like if you're like, I'm used to playing little quiet concerts and stuff like that. Like it's all of a sudden it's middle of the day. I'm not saying she hasn't played any other festivals yet, but it's like it's hard to get used to that. It's a bigger crowd, bigger stage. And you don't I'm know like who's there feet, for you. 10 yeah. feet up in the air as opposed to like two, you know, <laughs> yeah. like it's uh, it's a lot going on. But um, yeah, like, but she was still like pitch perfect and like, yeah. like musically was beautiful. Uh, beautiful. Uh, after that, we watched Foles. Yeah, Foles fucking nailed it. Foles are great and uh, literally had like a full on mosh pit breakout, which yeah. was not on my bingo card. I didn't think that that was gonna happen either. Foles I was like, mosh what? Pit, baby. So cool. Like, they're fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. And also, they were like talking about the last time that they were in Montreal was like 10 years ago. No, 2016 or something. Yeah, it's like seven years ago. Yeah, seven years ago. He's like, wow, we got to like not do that anymore. <laughs> we got to come here more often. Like crowds are great here. Mm-hmm. So that was really, it was honestly so fun. We watched the opening the track out. of Japanese Breakfast. Yeah, that was really good too. They had a big old gong. Also, her outfit was sick. Mm-hmm. I want to borrow it. Steal it. I don't need to steal it. I just want to borrow it for the wedding that we're going to. Oh, yeah, the wedding. Yeah. Then who did we go see, Sarah, after Japanese breakfast? Um, then we went to go see Fred again. And I thought it was really good. Mm-hmm. But I didn't like the transitions. <laughs> I thought that he gave, like, I really liked his performances. I liked some of the experimentation and, like, deviations that he did on some of his tracks. But I agree. I feel that, like, you you can, like, like, on. Un- the temp, like, if you're going to be, like, top tier, 
which he's like, which he is, he's getting up. Like, I'm like, you're not going to be like, you know, Chemical Brothers, Daft Punk and Fred no, again. Okay. He's not. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying, but like, I'm not saying, I'm saying that like you have you, your, the way people are talking about your rise. I'm like, in a couple of years, maybe you are like top tier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like the template has been set by Chemical Brothers, Daft Punk, like, like producers, Justice, to be like, you're tracks kind of mix one into the other i know he doesn't yeah. have the i know he doesn't have the body of work to necessarily do the chemical brothers daft punk just this thing of like i'm playing three tracks at once no but like you but can start you, you can, can go one into the other yeah, transition into each other yeah or like and i understand why like you wanted to like you know engage with the crowd mm -hmm. but it was like i would have done a little bit more i don't know I would I was expecting just a just a smidge more. Yeah, but you know what? Now he's he's le he's left you wanting more, Sarah. I know it's true. He did, <laughs> but like, fuck, he was really good though. Like, it, he brought a lot of good energy too, and yeah. like a lot of like like you said, you know, he was mixing as he was yeah. going. It was really good. We saw Kendrick. Oh, we did. Okay, so <laughs> yeah, we did. Before we get into that, uh -huh. I was like, "Hey, Keith, are you excited for today?" He's like, "Yeah." I'm like, "Why?" He's like, "Kendrick," and I knew that that was the most excited he's ever been. Yeah. So Sarah, he doesn't know how to have fun. And then Sarah realized. Not realized. No, no, no. I, I will just say, Sarah, Sa Sarah realized that I'm not the only one because I was like, everyone's like. She's like, oh, Kendrick has fun the same way you do, which is like the he worst. Stan stands there and does like a really good performance <laughs> and just enjoys it. Like he's just enjoying himself. Like being he's there. Yeah. Gra he's gracious up there. Thanks you. Introduces himself. Kills the song because he's an absolute Every song. absolute star. No fumbles. No no missed words. No skipped lines like annihilates every track and then is like thank you all so much i had a really great time i had a really wonderful time and then you're like and i was like yeah you that's i was like that's that's sarah gets mad at me so if you ever if you run into us or ever see us at oshiaga he has his arms folded and he like barely like moving and he's having that's him having fun i love i've watched the artists i listen to the music i Listen, have, it's fine. Exactly. But you need to at least pretend. Kendrick, Kendrick to and I were on the exact same page. I was like, Kendrick, you can just stand there and rap to me, and I'm standing there and loving life. Yeah. <laughs> All you need to do though is just like sometimes when I turn around, just smile, and I'll be like, oh, he's having a good time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sarah asks me, "Are you having a good time at Oshiaga?" Probably every single act that we go see. And like multiple times. Yeah. She's like, "Are you having a good time? Are you sure?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm having a really, really good time." Is there any final remarks on Kendrick that you wanted to tell? Uh, honestly, like absolutely one of the tightest, cleanest rappers in the game. It, it, blo it blows my mind. I, I said it before. I was talking about this with Scott a little bit on uh, 90S. Uh, it blows my mind that he's as popular as he is. And I don't say this because I don't think he's talented, but like because so much of his like so much of his music is challenging. Yeah, it's like complex. Uh, complex rhyme structures, like they don't all have like big giant hooks. It's it's. Do you yeah. know like, like to me like there's it's pure talent. It's not like radio like. Yeah, there's there's like a there's a lot of bubble gum. Yeah, there's a lot of Kendrick songs where you're like these are not accessible tracks, yeah. but people are into it, and I'm like it's it's just like a testament I think to how talented he is that he can be the sold out 
the first day, like they were Sunday was the first day that yeah. sold out. Like, and people were definitely all there for Kendrick. I'm also amazed that like I listened to Kendrick for the last like ten years, and I don't know all the lyrics by heart, but some people did. I'm like, that's a feat. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm like, like, like like to rap along with all of Kendrick's verses is wild. Like not just the choruses. I'm like, I w- I would not put that to myself no <laughs> like it's, it's it was really cool though like again where we were like everyone was into it it was yeah. not like people just like i don't know like just sitting there i mean except for keith <laughs> <laughs> and ruining everyone's day it wasn't I'm ruining joking. everyone's day i know i'm joking i, I said i'm joking eyes front watching kendrick that's what i was doing sarah <laughs> <laughs> but it was awesome yeah all in all like it was fucking great like yeah there's nothing. The, it was the most attended Oceaga of all time. It was 155,000 people across the three days, which well, is wild because they had their, you know, some of their space cut, which by all accounts to everybody we spoke to, if you're listening and you're saying it's bullshit, we know, they know it's not their first choice. They're <coughs> continually looking Let's to- Let's make tr- a petition with Valerie Plant <laughs> Or something. I mean, like, hey, yeah, can we sit under the trees? Like an entire stage was like- Anyway, it's fine. No, no, no. I'm just saying. It's just like, it's really, this is like, believe me, the people organizing Oshiaga didn't want you having to walk through a weird parking lot. Like, that was not their, like, that's not. That's not the intent. That's not the intention. They want to have chill areas for you. They want to have shady areas for you. And it was like They put up the shady stuff on Sunday. But it was also only 15 from main stage to the other one. And there was like two other stages in between. Yeah, Friday was a little rough because I think everybody was figuring out the, the the new site. Like, festival... Organizers and festival goers were like, wait, where is this? Where am I going? I'm a little lost. I'm a little confused. But it was pretty smooth. Even like everybody everybody heading to Billy was went really smooth coming from the other side. Yeah. The bottlenecks were not really like choked up the way like when I, I think back to the when they were on the remember the first year on the F one track, they repeatedly had really bad bottlenecks because they were also really crowded for space because they only had the width of the F one track. F1, there yeah. it was like nowhere else to put people yeah. and like so yeah like those bottlenecks happened it was a temporary site but it was cool that they had like one way to go one way to come like yeah. so that that really helped because yeah. uh, they worked it out yeah no it was awesome like i felt like it went really well so uh yes. to close it up you want to you want to do dream dream booking i have i have dream booking i've looked up who has albums coming out uh i no, you can do dream booking i know Okay. Yeah, I know. Keith, who's your dream booking? Well, so, just so you know, uh, Busy P has basically said that 2024 just this has an album coming out. Shit. So, let's let's just put just, just this, this there. They're not, not headliners, but I'm like, I'm going to throw just this in there. Uh, apparently, Zach De La Roca is planning a solo tour in 2024. What? Okay. So, I don't know what that is, but I'm like... I'm in. I'm in. I'm down. I like it. Uh, actual, so, uh, DJ Shadow apparently has That'd an album coming out. That would be fucking sick. Uh, Azealia Banks. That'd be fun. Has an album coming out. Uh, Chance has an album coming out. Ooh. Um, we, we love Chance. Yeah. Uh, Ludacris has an album coming out. That'd be fucking sick. Super fun. Again, yeah. I think like Ludacris would be a really good... Yeah. Uh, Mountain Goats have an album coming out. Um, Danger Mouse and Gemini have an album coming out so like and that's the o- that's an og like yeah they've, they've split and done things like danger mouse and gemini doing an album together that's gonna that's headliner I, shit I, not, that's not headliner <laughs> shit that could, i mean it could be it could be like like could be island stage headliner yeah genuinely but like not main stage why can't i didn't didn't say which headliner actual uh a metric metrics coming out with something 
I don't know if Metric's coming out with something, they'll be playing for sure. Yeah. So now actual pot- a hit or miss with potential them, headliners. This is my actual potential headliner list of people that have albums coming out and tours, whatever. So one. One. Miley Cyrus. Has that would be fucking wild. Has not toured the Summer Flowers thing yeah. yet. So hasn't done a tour. So just saying. Miley Cyrus is an actual potential headliner. Other actual potential headliner, Green Day. Green Day has an album coming out. I fucking hate you would, you, People but, love it, though. A, people love it, and B, it... It's it's like that gonna be like that Limbiscuit thing where you're like, wait, I know all these songs. Yeah, obviously. And they will be. But I actually like Limbiscuit. Yeah, like, I know. I never liked I'm, Green Day. I'm just saying. So yeah, I was gonna say, uh, Nicki Minaj. That'd be fucking sick. Also could be a potential headliner. Yeah. Diddy has an album coming out. Really? Yeah. So again, depending, I feel on how that album is received. Yeah. Is 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 it headliner stuff? Uh, and then uh, Timberlake has a new album coming out supposedly. Cool. And and my actual other pick for because here's the thing is she's obviously played both tours, but I Rihanna I think is definitely if you can book Rihanna you book Rihanna like you played the Super Bowl her stars like I don't know man she just like she's having a baby soon oh no but that makes sense because what no she was she had but, a baby but she had the baby that was Super Bowl in February this year so yeah whatever it will be almost two years later what is math <laughs> yeah exactly it'll be quite a bit later oh, fuck it was Super Bowl it's true yes. that was in February yes wow 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 I'm saying I feel that by August of 2024 a year and a half after giving birth she could potentially be playing shows there <laughs> I was like she's gonna have a baby how do babies work. <laughs> yeah, so those are, that's my, uh, oh, and Snoop has an album coming out too, who, and again, I feel that, like, Snoop is probably, I would say sub-headliner at this I point. Would, yeah, I was going to say, like, sub-headliner. Nostalgia. No, but, like, the second, second to last yeah. on the main stage. The I don't think Snoop is big enough to necessarily do full headliner. But at the same time, but I think he could, depending on who he's bringing with him. Like, if it's, a, like, a Snoop and all of his rapper friends, then, yes, that's a headliner. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, like... If you're bringing out like Pharrell and all that stuff, and like like if you're ha- if you th- if that's oh the yeah tour, you know <laughs> just let me bring Pharrell, which he can do. He's Snoop Dogg. Like it's if true. if that's I'm saying if that's the tour, yeah. <laughs> like if that's if that's what he's doing for the tour, then then that's a headliner tour. Depends on how big he's making that tour. Yeah. Because Snoop Dogg could either be like a sub headliner or if nah. he's if he's if he's doing yeah. something like that you could pump him to actual headliner if he's yeah. if he's calling up all his friends. Uh, see you in 2024, everybody. Bye, guys. I miss you. Bye. Can't I miss wait. You. Can't wait. Bye. Hey there. Thanks for listening. Obviously, if you enjoyed the show, uh, tell your friends about it. Talk to us. You can, wherever you saw the show, feel free to engage with us. We're both very friendly. I uh, promise you. Uh, just let you know that all audio clips are copyrighted to their respective owners and used solely with the intention of promoting Oshiaga. Uh, the intro song that we use, or intro and or outro song, is uh, Paradise Engineering uh, instrumental version by Yacht and is licensed under a attribution non-commercial share like 3.0 United States license. Um, just so you know, if you do enjoy the show and like our vibe, uh, we do run a website called 9to5.cc where we have a bunch of other podcasts on the show. We have Go Plug Yourself where we talk to interesting Montrealers and we have 9ES which is more of a pop culture show. So if that, either of those two things seem like your vibe, uh, go check out 9to5.cc. Um, otherwise, can't wait to see you at Oshiaga. Bye. 9to5.cc, podcasts, blogs, and comics made in Montreal since 2011.